0: Okay, hello everybody. Welcome, welcome to the Monday Night Call. This is Jen Springer, Young Living Platinum, and I've been with the company since 2001. And I'm getting getting close to my birthday with the company soon here. It's actually the first week of May. And I remember when I joined the company, I had no idea what I was getting into. <laughs> Nobody said your life is going to change forever when you join Young Living and you're going to have this huge family of friends that you can't believe how awesome it's going to be. And then you're going to meet these people called Gary and Mary Young, and they're going to be like your second parents. You know, it's just like the coolest thing. But it's kind of what happens when we join Young Living. We join a family. And whether it's somebody that is upline from you that you become very close with, or it could be somebody cross-line. It could be your own team, which is almost always what happens. And what I really love about Young Living is that we can also involve our, our real family, you know, like our blood family as well, and really bless them with something that can help with finances and health as well. I know my family, everybody is enrolled. <laughs> my parents, my sister, my brother, you know, it's just the way it goes. And it's, that's okay with me because, you know, family ventures, then become tax write-offs. Of course, if you're doing legitimate business, but still, you know what I'm saying. You know, and I just remember when I started with Young Living, I was looking for something that would make an impact in other people's lives. I worked corporate America. I'd been doing that since I graduated college, which wasn't that terribly long. It wasn't like 20, 30 years. But I just remember, you know, being in my late 20s thinking, there's no way I'm going to get to 65. There's just no way. And then watching my father spend his life with a company, and then then get downsized, you know, as the company sold and all that jazz, and seeing that whole thing, I'm like, there's no way I can do this until I'm 65 years old. And then Young Living came along, and luckily I had the eyes to see and the ears to hear that this was the thing for me to do. And I I remember looking at the company with an objective point of view, not you know, those little bottles, as all of you know, talk to you. I mean, they they say, open me, use me. You're like magnetically drawn to those little, little bottles. But aside from that emotional response, I remember looking at the company objectively and thinking, okay, how can I make sure this is the right decision for me to put my time and resources into building this business? Because I didn't, No, there was any stigma with network marketing or any of that. I just saw a product that if I got it to people, I got a check, and the more I told people, the bigger the check. I mean, it's pretty much how it worked in my mind. So I thought, well, I was looking at different companies to be honest, and I don't know if any if I ever even even have admitted that, but I was looking at different companies, and there were really there's a lot of really good companies out there. It truly is. But the other company I was comparing and living to had a great product but the product was not consumable it was a product you would buy one time and it would last forever and ever and ever and ever and then you would never you'd have to keep you know selling the product to new people and the product price point was also higher i think the least expensive product with that line was like $65 and i said okay well that is a great product but you know, there you go. And then there was another company that was out there that was a great product, but you had everybody had to be on auto ship from that company in order to participate in even purchasing the product. So I thought, well, that's a good product, but I, I can't even imagine myself doing that, let alone asking people to commit every month to buying this product. And then when I looked at Young Living, I said, oh, wow, look, their, their least expensive product is under $4. And their most expensive product, of course, we know is like 150 or more. But I looked at it that a, it was a consumable product, and b, even if somebody only had 20 dollars a month to change their life, I could help them. I could get them a toothpaste, a lemon oil, and a lip balm, and that would change somebody's life. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just that's the way I looked at it. And I thought, well, and then they're going to run out and they're going to want more because, you know, they're going to brush their teeth and then they're going to want more. <laughs> so that's how I looked at Young Living and how I decided to really commit myself to the company. Because I didn't know all the stuff about oils yet. I'd not met Gary, Mary. And, you know, I just looked at it objectively. No emotions at all, just facts, marketing facts. And I just thought, well, this is the right way to go. And then, of course, I learned the company was absolutely amazing and the products were amazing. But I I base it off of that logic, and that's what we do have. You know, we can help service people with their health and their finances, but even if they've got a smaller budget, we can assist them in getting healthy. And, of course, if they, you know, start sharing the oils and products, then you can also make income, which can help with buying more products and paying off bills and saving for retirement or whatever people are doing. So. That's the gift that we offer with Young Living Company. So right now, what should you, should you be doing in your business? This is almost the middle of March. Time has flown. I remember doing the calls in January, and here we are in March. Well, this is the time of year that you need to be planning your garden. And I mean your tomatoes and your cucumbers and your pumpkins, as well as your business garden. And so you've got to be sowing your seeds like crazy right now, for real. I mean, right now is a really, really big deal because we're coming to a time that's historically a slower time of year. If you're sitting on your butt right now, you're going to hit a slow time, June through August. You know, people, especially in the region I'm at, you know, there's summertime and everybody's on vacation and flaking out. So what you got to do is sow seeds like crazy. You've got to be planning your business and doing crazy amount of work between now and between now and May. You've got to be doing classes or however you reach out, advertising, expos, vendor benders, whatever it is you do, internet stuff, right now like crazy. For example, last week we did four classes. Three of them were introductory classes to all new people okay this week we have an expo that we've got a table at so that's what we're doing to bring in new faces and also one of the classes was teaching people who are already enrolled and then helping our teams grow because like I said you want the push right now to carry you through the summer months and then as we know you start ramping it up and then you get your big fall jump as well. And, and it's just, that's historically. But my highest months last year were not the, the, the high months, like the historical high months. It was May was my highest month uh, for the first half of the year. And that historically for me has not been the highest month, but it's because we did some really big, you know, campaigning before that happened. So I hope you're catching my drift. Right now you've got to be sowing a ton of seeds and doing a lot of sharing the word so that your business flies up through the summer and not down into the toilet, okay? All right, so let's talk the specials real quick before we get into our guests. we got 190 PV. You get a 5 mil of marjoram, and if you're a smart person on Essential Rewards, you get a balsam fir as well, which is one of my favorite oils ever, like a Swiss Army knife of doing everything oil, and just the aroma alone gives me goosebumps. So that's the 190 PV. So for 250 PV, you get the 5 mil of marjoram. You get a $20 enrollment coupon. And if you're on essential rewards, you also get the balsam fir. And then for the 300 PV, you get the marjoram, the $20 enrollment coupon, the, the Ortho Ease massage oil, which I think smells amazing. I know it's not meant to smell like, like amazing, but it does smell amazing. And then you get the 5 mil of balsam fir if you are on essential rewards. So this month, you know, if you look at those oils, it's gearing us up for some activity, right? <laughs> those are muscle oils, and those are oils for people that are have some physical activity in their life. And I think that's a clue that you need to get out there and start sowing your seeds for your business. So tonight's the Monday night call, and, you know, 45 minutes, we'll, I don't know where we're going. We might finish before. We might finish right at 8 o'clock central time. We'll just make sure we don't go beyond that. And if you're new to this call and you want to hear previous recordings, check out OurSimpleTraining.com. There's a tab there that says Monday Night Calls. Click on that, and then you can put your name in there and get the emails ahead of time. And then you can also listen to all the previous recordings, okay? All right. So tonight's guest I am really excited about because this is something different than what we've done standard with the Monday Night Calls, because we've got somebody who's going to be with us today, who is right here on the phone, she's got a very interesting background. Nikki Davis is in charge of the philanthropy at Young Living, and she is really smart. She went to Yale for her undergrad, so she's got smarts going on there. She played field hockey with them, so you don't want to mess with her if you meet her. She might take you down and uh, set you straight, you know. <laughs> and, you know, she she finished that schooling, and then she went to law school at BYU, and she worked for the law firm in Salt Lake, and that's where she met Jared Turner. And I'm really excited to have you share that story of you coming to this side, going from that corporate-minded, profit-driven you know, stuff that you were doing with that law firm, and then coming over to Young Living. How did that happen, Nikki? This is Nikki Davis, by the way, everybody, coming on the phone.
1: Hello, everyone. Thanks, Jen, for having me. I'm excited to be a part of your Monday Night Call. Um, I, well, I've always had, uh, my passion has always been in nonprofit work. Um, my grandpa started the Peace Corps. My what? Yeah. My, my mom, you know, grew up in Malaysia and the Philippines and all over the world. Um, and we, she, you know, I grew up thinking my dad was an international attorney and so he would be traveling and he'd bring us back gifts from wherever he went. And, you know, I grew up thinking that the world was much bigger than my own backyard. Um, I have seven siblings, and so, you know, we didn't always have a ton of money growing up, but my, we always sponsored a kid, a student from India, and uh, her name was Sumitha. and we used to write letters back and forth, and her picture was up on our refrigerator growing up, and, you know, we used to pray for her in family prayers, and it was just definitely a part of growing up was feeling like, the world is a big place and I, you know, we're responsible for taking care of each other. And so I grew up with that mentality and um, decided to become a lawyer that would, an international attorney that would help nonprofits. And like you said, I was working with Jared Turner in in a big law firm in Utah in Salt Lake City. And, uh, he he left and my quality of life declined significantly <laughs> <laughs> why is that because you he, he awesome. <laughs> know Jared he's just like a spark of life and light you know he uh, yeah he brings life to any situation he's he's so much fun he's passionate about what he does um, he's just a phenomenal human being and great to be around has a lot of energy positive energy he's kind of a renaissance man he knows everything about everything it seems um and he's just excited about life he's excited about doing good he's excited about helping people grow um he's excited he's an entrepreneur at heart and you know he didn't he didn't fit the typical lawyer mold um and so when he left and I thought, oh, man, but my lunch buddy is gone and work is significantly more boring now. Um, and I had, you know, I was doing work for nonprofits that who's, whose mission I believed in, but I wasn't actually on the ground. I wasn't act. I was doing it all from my corner office. You know, it was very comfortable. It was nice secure career, I was on a partnership track, um, but then one day Jared gives me a call, and he says, come run all of our charitable work, I said, Jared, you're crazy, you know, I got a comfortable lifestyle here, you you work for an MLM, you know, (laughs) (laughs) the whole stigma, I did, I definitely, my parents had a brief stint with Nu Skin, and that was my only exposure Mm -hmm. to any MLMs. Um, but then he started talking to me about the culture of Young Living and how this is a purpose-driven company that cares about changing people's lives and empowering people and giving people the, the tools and the opportunities necessary to, to really flourish and achieve their dreams and goals and to, to make their dreams reality. And he started talking about the culture just here at headquarters and then expanded to, to talking about the culture of distributors and how it really felt like a family. And people are, are concerned with, with helping each other grow and empowering each other. And that is not the way a, a big law firm works. <laughs> it is, it is cutthroat. It is kind of let's squeeze you for as much we can get out of you. It's completely profit-driven, um, and it's, it's absolutely corporate America, and my personality didn't fit that mold, but I felt like, okay, well, this is, this is the vehicle for helping other people do good in the world, so, so I'll just take the punches where they come, um, sure. but then my, my mom actually was really sick. My mom had cancer, and uh, and Jared sent me. A bunch of frankincense and i thought okay what the heck am i supposed to do with this uh just have her sniff it or what um and he told me to rub it on her feet and and he he actually sent me some aroma ease as well because she had terrible nausea um and that was one of the very few things that comforted her and i would just you know i would sit at night and rub it on her feet just just hoping and praying that she could have some kind of comfort and that she could just fall asleep because she was in an enormous amount of pain and discomfort. And she eventually would fall asleep. And I just remember the feeling of how satisfying and how fulfilling it was to, in a very small way, be a part of easing her burden and that the oils were a conduit to to help facilitate that, and that's when that's the same time that Jared was was courting me over to Young Living, and I finally said, you know what, it's it's been too long that I'm I'm helping others live their dream. It's time for me to live mine, and so so I quit my partnership track secure secure job and came over to Young Living and have not looked back for a half a second. I am. I am living my dream job. I don't tell anyone else, but I have the best job here at corporate, um, and I'm I'm happy as can be. It's a phenomenal place to be, and it's it's super dynamic. Everybody working toward a common goal. Uh, very fast pace. Um, some things may seem disorganized at times, but really, uh, everyone here works tirelessly to try to. Help facilitate the growth of this company and support it.
0: So, and you you just got back from Ecuador, didn't you? I did, just Friday night. Well, what's what's going on down there? What's uh, the
1: news happening? So we, for those who don't know, we one of our biggest projects um, here that Young Living does. We run we run a f- corporate foundation called the D. Gary Young Foundation, and one of our biggest projects is a school in Ecuador. We have 275 kids now, uh, 285. We just admitted 50 new students to our school there. It, we will, it's pre-kindergarten through 12th grade. Um, we'll have our first graduating class just this, this next year. Um, and while I was down there, we, I negotiated. So I, of course my, my background is a legal one. So I, uh, I drafted and negotiated and signed a contract for the building of a new, very large building down at the school with six classrooms, a library, a chemistry and physics lab, and a teacher workroom and new, ba- uh, new bathrooms. And that has not been announced anywhere. So you guys are the first to hear <laughs> that. Yeah, the people that the- listen live, everybody, you guys have the juice. <laughs> the juice. That's right I was think I was trying to figure out what kind of juice I could give you guys so there's a little bit of it um, let's see I, I mean I a lot happened down there I was down there for two weeks and organizing the curriculum and we're doing trainings with the teachers teaching the the teachers how to teach the kids to think analytically problem solving you know you see in a lot of countries where memorization is kind of the the way of Their education and you know they can recite a a poem or a book report that is just written out but they can't tell you what the book is about or or why you know the ending was this way or what the conclusion was or the thesis or how they feel about it so we're teaching our kids actually how to think and not just how to regurgitate information Um, they've got computer classes English classes I hired a few new teachers to teach English um, we uh, we worked through some some potential big tax credits that we can get at the school. Um, we I I visited a bunch of the families who we, we we're trying to teach self reliance and um, not just give a handout. Um, and so we do charge a very nominal tuition and the families tell us what they can pay we don't we don't set an amount for them and so it's a fluid amount you know those who are the more affluent um families pay more than than you know the more struggling families and there are there are a few families about 10 families that weren't able to pay anything this last year and so i went around and visited them and chatted with them got a sense of their life and um you know, one family has a, a single mom of six kids. Um, uh, five of the kids go to our school, and one kid is a three-year-old, um, a Down syndrome three-year-old, has was was laying in a wooden crib with no blanket, no pillow, no cushion, nothing, and it just broke my heart to see. Um, and she was so worried that her kids were going to get kicked out of our school because she couldn't pay. And I thought, listen, my friend, your kids, this is home for your children. We would never, ever, ever kick your children out of our school. They will will always have a place at Young Living Academy. And she just started crying um, and was talking about how her hope for the future of her family is found in our school. And her kids, one wants to be a doctor, one wants to be an architect, one wants to be a teacher. I mean, these kids have real hopes and dreams because they are at our school. And this is in a a rural area um, in which only 30% graduate from high school and 3% go on to college. And our goal is for all of our kids to graduate and go on to college. So it's, it, our school is making a very direct, real impact in the lives of, of the families and the individuals um, in these underserved areas. Really empowering and offering opportunities for uh, these, these children to actually achieve their dreams, which is which is the the objective of Young Living is to empower and offer opportunities. Um, for families all over the world.
0: So why does Gary feel it's so important to help those people in Ecuador? Because I know he's got such a soft spot for them, and he's so moved by them. What is, what drives him to do that? Ecuador, in particular.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, he he and Mary, as you as I'm sure you know, he and Mary lived in Ecuador for five years building out the young living farm there and he used to drive past the the then only school in the area which is a one a tiny probably uh 10 by 15 um foot building with no no air conditioning and it gets really hot in ecuador um Uh (laughs) no bathrooms just outdoor you know Hole in the ground bathrooms, uh, one teacher for all grades, and 60 students. So he used to drive. He said he used to drive past that school every day, and think there is no way that I can not do something for these children. I can't pass by this, you know, rinky-dink school that's just withering away and not help these kids. And so he said, Mary. Let's buy the land across the street from this school and, and build a, a big school and make it a Western standard education. Because in, in Ecuador, the public schools are fraught with drugs, alcohol, teenage pregnancy, violence, and they, they average one teacher to about 60 students. So obviously there's no one-on-one kind of teaching going on there. So they decided to to purchase the land across the street. They made an offer and this this old guy just wouldn't budge. He wouldn't sell them the land. Wouldn't sell them the land. Finally, Gary got an interpreter to see what this guy, the landholder, really wanted. And the guy told him, "I, I want a motorcycle." And so
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> so
1: Gary went out and bought him a motorcycle, and, you know and said, okay, I'll give you, the, you know, a fair price for the land and throw in this motorcycle. And he said, sold. Oh, so my gosh, it's funny. <laughs> that's how we got the land for that school, and uh, they quickly built it up to admit all of the children in, um, in the village that were going to this public school, and and it's been growing ever since. It It started in 2009, so it's been going for five years now and
0: uh amazing
1: yeah the the all of the farm uh, the workers on our on the farm in in at young living ecuador farm they all go to the school i mean it's very it's a very well-known school in the area it's you know amongst the the top tier educational facilities in in the area and you know that's where the private schools charge between five and eight hundred dollars a month per child to go to school, and we, you know, basically give a free education. We we charge on average about fifteen dollars a month. Mm. So you can see that we're we're offering a real opportunity for people who otherwise wouldn't have the the, the chance to receive an education to realize their dreams defy human limitation and be empowered to, to actually move on. Um,
0: so is Young Living only doing stuff in Ecuador, or what else is happening? Oh, you Because know, we hear well, about Ecuador, and we see it at convention, but what else does Young Living do with the, the foundation?
1: We have operations all over the world. The, our, our, pri- our biggest operations, actually, or the most numerous operations that we have are actually in the U.S., um, we support probably 25 different nonprofit organizations all over the United States. Uh, we primarily support them through cash donations um, and through offering product baskets for for auctions and for fundraisers. Um, and yeah, we've got we we support homeless shelters, vet programs schools, individuals, actually, so not just nonprofit organizations, but individuals who have terminal diseases or um, or real hardship in their lives. Um, We just this, at corporate, we do a service project about every month, um, and we ran a food drive where we raised 4,000 pounds of food and $4,000 for uh, local food banks. Um, we did a big fundraiser for a homeless shelter here in Salt Lake City where we gave um, basket or backpacks, nice backpacks filled with uh, wool blankets, wool gloves, wool hats, um, a bon voyage kit, hygiene kit, uh, wolfberry crisp bars, sleek bars, um, yeah, several products, um, some of the supplements, multi-greens, and we've, we took them around to, um, to just around downtown Salt Lake City, and our objective was actually to connect with the homeless in Salt Lake City, and then a subset was to give them this gift, but, but we walked around with the film crew. And we actually have a video of this up on the the young living Vimeo and YouTube pages. I don't know if any of you have seen it, but
0: I put it in the email after you and I talked. I actually oh, put good. it in the
1: email that went out to everybody. okay, awesome yeah, so you you'll see in that that you know some of we just started chatting with some homeless people and they were so startled that we were stopping to talk to them they're just like what do you what do you want what uh why are you <laughs> talking to me you know but we really just wanted to, to connect as, you know, brothers and sisters, um, as a large human family. And we had some, some of them say to us, you're the first person who has treated me like a human being in a very long time. Um, or, you know, my Christmas season is made because people like you care and just, you know, broke down some barriers and, and connected as, as a broad human family, um, and then we gave a sizable gift to, to an organization that give, that provides services to homeless families. Um, we made a bunch of fleece blankets for a, a local shelter for abused children. Um, we, we've got tons and tons of projects going on in the U.S. Uh, abroad. We support um, eight organizations in Uganda, three in Kenya, um, Cambodia, Mexico, Guatemala, Haiti. We support, and those are all um, kind of with a health-centered objective. What we do is we send product, um, again, protein complete, power meal, uh, some of the, the other supplements, and, and then a bunch of oils with members who are already going on humanitarian or mission trips, um, to remote villages in these areas. And they actually mm-hmm. stir the oils, um, they, and they, you know, set up small kind of quote unquote clinics or health programs, um, within these organizations. And so, you know, our, we, In Haiti, a couple months ago, I sent a bunch of products with some dentists and doctors that went to Haiti um, so that they could use a lot of our our Steve's line products and as well as Protein Complete and Power Meal to provide some substance for uh, children in Haiti. Um, We support a school in Somalia, a school in Nigeria. and we're we're looking at a project in Croatia. Those of you who know that we've we've purchased a farm in in Croatia for to grow helichrysum. We are looking at several orphanages to partner with there. Uh, so you know we've got we've got a lot going on. It's a it's a you know Gary has is an incredibly giving man, and he. He, he just wants to – his mojo is making the world a better place, and you know that it's that he feels a real calling and mission to bring oils to every home on the planet. And that is not limited to the more affluent homes um, and those in the, in the developed world. He also wants to give the, the same gifts of, of nature and of the earth Um, to those in underserved communities. So that's what we're trying to do.
0: Mm. You know, it's amazing to hear this, and I'm so glad that you're able to share this with everybody because we really don't know. You know, a lot of us donate to the foundation, and we hear a little bit. And Gary, boy, I remember when I first started Young Living in 2001, and he had this dream of the foundation then, and he kept, (laughs) you know, he kept talking about fundraising and what he wanted to do and we all just kind of stared at him you know (laughs) okay you know it's like the truth and we're like okay you know and then it's it's really metamorphosized into something very substantial but it's taken a long time and for those that have been around you know gary has really had this passion but it's taken a long time and a lot of effort to get this off the ground and you know hearing this is just fantastic and I know you mentioned that the new website is actually going to yeah. have something special to, so that people can know what's going on. Do you want to share a little bit
1: about that? Absolutely, yes. When I so I came on about eight months or so ago, and um, the website is uh, embarrassing would be a kind way to put it. Um, it's just the old a, website. Yeah, the old website is. And the current, I mean, old current, not new, website is just—it's um, just very elementary. You know, there's not a lot of information there. It's not user-friendly. It's got a lot of glitches. And so we are—we're in the process of doing a complete rebrand of the foundation and doing a completely revising the—well, not revising. We're creating an entirely new website um, that will just, it'll be super clean and crisp and user-friendly and allow you to do really any and everything, um, you want to do on there. Allow you to, to sponsor, a, a lot of people sponsor children at our schools, um, and pay for a portion of the, the cost of the child going there and they receive, you know, contact information and email back and forth with, the child and create a real relationship with them. You'll be able to, to see all of the children that go to the school and sift through and see information about them and choose a child to to support right directly online. Choose for wow. it to go out out of your commission check, it will be connected with Blue Steel so that you don't have to, you know, go through hoops and get lost in translation in the way of trying to help. You know, it will just be it will be um Kind of like your own little profile on the website, and you can log in and see your child's name. Or if you want to donate to a specific project, you can click through all of the projects that we have going on and donate project by project. Or of course, generally, it will have um, uh, the projects will be basically searchable based on region. You'll be able to see every everything we've got going on. Um, and, you know, the story behind all of the projects. Uh, we've, we've, we're in the process of creating about eight new videos. Um, the film guys and I have traveled uh, Southeast Asia, Ecuador. Uh, we're going to Africa this summer to video some of the projects that we have going. And so that, so that we can bring the reality of, of those experiences to the member and show you that the culture of Young Living really is empowering everyone, and that Young Living is committed to that, um, and so that you can be, you can, you can show your prospective uh, members that they're not just joining a company, they are joining really a revolution and a process, and they are part of something much greater than making a profit. They, Gary, Gary said to me once. I have never made a product for a profit. I have only ever made a product for a purpose, and it's uh, because someone needed that product. And and that's what Young Living is completely dedicated to do. And that, you know, that's that's unique. That's not like most companies where they that this is a socially conscious company that cares about. Um, you know, our seed-to-seal process shows that we care about quality and purity, taking care of the earth, and bringing the the finest, purest products to the end user, and the same is true with, with how we, you know, treat people around the world, and in our you own know,
0: and, that's, and That's so true, and I want to add, because a lot of people may not have ever heard this, but when you catch if you're blessed to catch Mary Young with a microphone in her hand, and she will often say this, she is very, very adamant with the reason why Young Living chose network marketing versus retailing in stores, because they firmly believe to the core that good people will do good things with their money, and they want to empower more good people. And that's why they chose network marketing, and that's really the heartbeat of the company and like you said it's purpose driven and that's who i believe that's why we attract such a, a, a interesting culture of people versus another mlm company you know they've got such different you know like that sales kind of culture we yes we're about that in marketing and stuff but the the culture the heartbeat is is different because of that i believe
1: definitely definitely. I mean, I, you know, I can't, I interviewed with Mary and Gary and I mean, I sat down with Mary and we just had a three hour conversation about how to make the world a better place. And then huh. I, my interview with Gary was at six o'clock in the morning breakfast at their house. And he's in his PJs and his slippers and made, <laughs> made me breakfast, you know, and, and, you know, this, it's a normal house. They drive, Mary has been driving a, the same car she's had for the last 20 years. You know, she, she has not upgraded for quite a while. Um, they do not care about money in the slightest. They don't know how much comes into their account. They don't care. They don't take a dividend. I mean, this is not, they, they are not flashy people. They do not care about glitz and glamour. They care about quality and changing the world. And Gary sat there with me and told me about his experiences in Somalia and seeing, you know, being out in, in Timorishi looking for frankincense and how, you know, this is a small village four hours from any kind of medical uh, facility, no, no schools, and he just said, Nikki, we have to help these people. I can't travel to places like that and see that going on and not do something about it. Yeah. And now, now we've, we've supported a school building of a school there and it's, it's running and has a couple hundred kids going to it. So, you know, wow. this is, this is a guy who, he told me in Mexico, um, he was down there also looking for, uh, you know, he's always looking at plants, eating, dirt clods to see if the soil <laughs> is right and ripe for whatever he'd like to grow there. Um, and he got to a very remote village that didn't have any irrigation system. They didn't have any any clean water. And so he drives, you know, an hour to the closest city and buys a ton of piping and tools and just fills up the, the bed of a truck with all kinds of, of tools and and resources to build an irrigation system, and goes back to to the village and gathers, you know, all of the kind of the the moms and dads of the village and enlists them to help him build this irrigation system, which is still there and running. I mean, this is not a guy who who is concerned about his own well, you know, his his own profit, his own well-being. He is. He's all about making the world a better place for you, me, and and the rest of the human family.
0: Wow, that's that's incredible. That's really incredible. And I know you get a lot of requests. How do you decide what where money goes, or where time goes, or any resources go? How mm-hmm. do you determine that?
1: Definitely. Well, the the mission of the foundation is. We basically have a three-pronged approach. Um, The objective is is to empower empower women and children, uh, families, and underserved communities to defy human limitation and achieve their potential through providing health, education, and business opportunities. Um, And so we really go through the vetting process Number one would be if whoever is requesting a donation or a partnership, um, if their mission aligns with ours. And on our new website, we will have an entire application process um, for people who would potentially like to receive a donation from us or partner with us. Um, Right now, uh, people just send me an email to info at dgaryyoungfoundation.org, and I go through and I look through the organization that's requesting, see what their mission is, see if this is um, a place where we can have impact, Um, and especially if we're partnering with the organization, then I have an entire module, vetting module, that I go through um, and that my committee goes through with me to determine if this is the best use of our money, if, we, if, if it's the most efficient and effective use of our money to make the largest um, amount of impact possible. And so, you know, we do our due diligence and we, like in Croatia, I'm going to go out to Croatia to vet a few potential partners because um, this will be a long-term partnership since we have a farm there. And I want to make sure that these our partnership will be a viable one, and that we're we're attacking the problem that um, you know it has the biggest need, and assisting in a way that maximizes the donor dollar and can can get the greatest outcome possible. We uh, we are a unique foundation in that. Since we're a corporate foundation backed by Young Living, Young Living co- covers all operating expenses. I am a Young Living employee. I'm not a foundation employee. I, I am the director of philanthropy for Young Living as a company, and as one of my roles is serving as the director of the D. Gary Young Foundation. But really, I all my you know all of my expenses, my salary, everything is paid by Young Living as well as all the operating expenses, so that every dollar that is donated to the foundation goes directly to helping someone in need and not... That is important. Yeah, it is very important. People don't, you know, you hear all the time,
0: and I know this is true for myself, is that we, as we as in the collective, we don't know often we want to give, but we don't know where to give because we don't know if we're just paying some fat salaries Yep. Like you hear that about different organizations, you know, they're not really non for profit. You know, y- y- you hear right. that stuff, and it's like, it's. I'm so glad you're sharing that because I know the first time, even when I was new with Young Living, and I heard Gary going on about this foundation, I'm like, I didn't know him yet, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. what's this guy? Now he wants my money. I'm buying products from this guy, and now I right. want my money to give it to some whatever. And right. you know, I didn't. I didn't know, but. Hearing that, it's just so critically important. When you told me that earlier, I was like, "Oh man, you've got to tell people that," because yeah. they, their dollars are going directly to impact whether it's something that's going on here or somewhere else in the world. It it it's going to be maximized.
1: Yeah, and that is very unique that we have a company here that will pay all of the operating costs because the operate operating costs are, are not small. Um, that's it's a it's not easy to run an operation like this and you know not to attack anyone in general but the, the AMS ice bucket challenge you know that went viral well 13% of the millions and millions of dollars that were made from that actually went to AMS research so sure. you know i mean with every large nonprofit organization you're going to have gobs and gobs of operating expenses and It is, it shows Young Living's commitment um, to giving back as they are committed to, to cover, we are committed to cover the, all of those expenses.
0: Mm, That's like, that's just totally amazing to me. I just, (laughs) I love that because you don't, you know, you don't know. And especially when you do give, it's like, you know that, okay, this is legit and it's going to the right place. And I know I got my receipt this year from what I donated last year. And it's like, it's, you know. It's important, and as we know, with the spiritual law of tithing, it's it's a big deal to be giving back with the blessings that we get. You know, that it's and and you don't tithe just to get more money. You know, it's like you're tithing without any
1: expectation. But the beautiful thing is, it it's it's the law of you know the harvest, and and you. And whatever whatever you put in comes back to you in in some way. And um, you know, I had a I used to walk to work downtown when I worked at the locker room, and I had um, every, about once a week a guy who who carried an oxygen tank with him would walk in the walk in the crosswalk with me, and he would always say the same thing to me. He said, "You sure look beautiful today." you have a wonderful day, and it always made me smile, you know, the same guy, and I I was driving the other day on my way into work here at Young Living, and I I was stopped at a stoplight, and I saw him in a crosswalk, and I saw him lean over and, and say something to the lady that was walking next to him, and then I just saw this huge grin on her face, and then I saw her pass some other guy and say something to him, and then saw he he him smile. And I just thought, you know, is isn't that the way things are. We we never know how far-reaching our our act of kindness is going to be, and what the ripple effect of our act of kindness is going to be. You know, what your dollar, your your giving. generous attitude is going to have an impact on some child or some mother or some father, um, whether in the U S or abroad, and what they're going to do with that opportunity and the people that they're going to bless and the people that they bless will bless. You know, we just, we never know the, the end ripple effect, but it will, it will always come back to bless our lives. You know, like growing up without a lot of money, but knowing that, I, you know, I used to go to my mom and say, Mom, why do I always have hand-me-down shoes and pants and clothes? You know, I want something new. And she would say, well, Sunitha is sure appreciative of your sacrifice because she doesn't huh. have any new clothes. And that that really taught me that um, that the, the wants that are right in front of me are wants and they're not needs. And um, my my widows might may go a lot farther to to help someone else's. So yeah, I agree with you completely. We, we we definitely do not take lightly that we are entrusted with with sacred funds.
0: Yes, and you know to go back just a quick second on your three pronged approach of what your objectives are. So you're looking to help people with health and through that you're giving products into underserved areas, correct? Mm-hmm. And then the other, the second thing is education and that's the orphanages and the schools. And the yep. third thing I'd like for you to explain a little bit more, cause you told me this and it's really cool. Sure. Uh, the micro, the microfinance opportunities is the third prong of the approach. Can you share a little bit? Cause I know it's new, something new that you guys are doing, but it's, it's, it's really effective, and it's fascinating to
1: hear about. Absolutely. So the, it, the idea is that microfinance gives microloans to um, people who don't otherwise qualify for a traditional loan. They don't have a line of credit that qualifies them for a traditional loan, so they have no collateral, nothing they can give to a bank so they have no way to get a loan, so it's really difficult for them to start up any kind of business. Um, And the theory with microloans is, especially in kind of like a village banking type um, setting, is that a group or an individual or a group would come to a microfinance organization. So we we as the foundation would partner with a microfinance organization to provide very small loans um usually about a hundred dollars per loan uh for for people who can't otherwise get them and then and they use that loan and together with with that loan they would get business training helping them create business models business plans um, ideas for for you know what their target market would be and this is this is on a very small scale we're talking about buying a goat and selling um, the milk or buying a chicken and selling the eggs, um, buying a a plot of land and tilling it, um, buying a a sewing machine and creating, you know, weaving and selling those products in in the local markets. Um, And so we would help them build out a business idea might be become a micro entrepreneur and then they can't get an additional loan until everyone in their group has paid back their original loan so we we use the the social status which is most important in these small villages as collateral as their credit and once everyone in their group has paid back their loan then they can get an additional larger loan um, and build upon that and build upon that and this um in, in areas that use this type of model the payback rate is about 98 percent.
0: So it's incredible
1: incredibly effective and um you know millions and millions of families have been brought out of poverty uh using this model
0: yeah so you said your brother has done this work in like seven million families out of poverty yeah. using this model.
1: Yeah, my brother started a company that did this, and they in in the five years that he was with that company, they brought seven million families out of poverty.
0: Yeah, so, that's cool. That's like yeah. beyond cool.
1: Yeah, it's very effective, and mm-hmm. uh, and and it empowers the person, and they feel dignity that they're not getting a handout, but that they're they're actually working for something. They're providing for their family. They're, you know, fulfilling their role as a mother or father and helping their family kind of pull themselves out of poverty.
0: Well, that's cool. Well, we're wrapping up our hour here, if you can believe that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like bye. Time, bye.
0: Time goes poof. You know, and you said if people want to contact you, info at the Gary Young Foundation correct yep Yep. and um, is there anything else that you want to share you feel like you um, want everybody to know about before we finish up our call
1: um just if you know in until our new website rolls out which should be in just a couple of months um, you can if you want to get involved you can go ahead and go on to dgaryyoungfoundation.org um and see some of the things we're doing just please be forgiving of how terrible it is um but you can you can can make a donation there you can see some of the things we're involved in some of the recent news and updates um we have a facebook page uh, that you can follow d gary young foundation and uh yeah we're we're grateful that uh, we're all in this together, helping helping make the world a better place uh, one day at a time.
0: And you also have, when people check out on their orders, they can donate the money
1: even on a random order that they're doing, correct? Yeah, you can round up to the nearest dollar on any order that you're doing. Um, I think actually on auto ships, on essential reward orders, that will be in place, I'm told, by the end of next week. Um, but basically, if it's $25.17, you can round up to the nearest dollar, and that portion goes as a donation to the foundation, and I mean, if everyone who placed an order did that, we would be able to help a lot more people.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really cool, and it, and I saw it pop up,
1: I don't remember how long ago, but I was like, that's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just change, right? It's just, it's just chump change to anyone else but aggregate aggregate that with as many members as we've got and placing orders and that is a large chunk of change Hmm.
0: that's amazing i love it well
1: i appreciate you spending an hour
0: with us and sharing your journeys and i know we could keep going because you've been doing a lot of traveling and you know talking with people and, and seeing these children and actually being there but uh time just went poof, you know, so <laughs> I, hope, I hope people get a chance to, you know, meet you and talk to you when you're out and about or at convention to make sure that they come and see you. Where know it's going to be right around the corner, even though we're only in March, it feels like it's, you know, a million years away, but it's not, but uh, we'll keep our eye out. And they can also, you're, you're on Facebook. It's um, yes. really e- easy to find you on the Facebook. It's just your name, Nikki Davis young living,
1: and they can, yep.
0: you know, friend you there.
1: Yep. Yeah. Send. Shoot me a message. Contact me at any time. Uh, Happy to help.
0: Great. Well, thanks so much for spending time with us. And I'm going to go ahead and open the line so that everybody can say goodnight to you. So hang on a second,
1: Nikki. Okay. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you,
0: Nikki.
1: Thank you. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, you, Nikki. Thank
0: you. Good night, everybody. Good night. night.